What's going on the Winners Win Podcast? It's your boy Loso 2.0. And today I have a very, very special guest here. If you could do the honors of introducing yourself, please. Hi, my name is Vandana Kapoor. I am from Surrey, BC, Canada, and I work with uh, financial services. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 So you work with financial services. So what do you, so when you say work with financial services, like what do you mean? Like what are some of the things that you do? I help families reach their financial goals and dreams, and it could be anything uh, like whether they are looking at uh, retirement for themselves, their children. I actually help them build a roadmap from where they are to where they want to go. And uh, basically, that's the whole idea when I'm dealing with families. Otherwise, I'm building. I'm coaching teams. I'm helping them win. So I like the winner's mindset because that's where we are. We are all winning, right? That's yes, ma'am. Point is to win. Yes. No. Of course. Of course. So you work with a lot of families. Did you come from a background? So how was your background? Like, did you come from a family that was real strong with like finances, or is it something you had to like self-teach yourself? Uh, to be honest, my parents were both in bank. So they were both into banking and they retired as bankers. But I was never interested in banking. I was always into teaching was my passion. So I was a lecturer. I can't come from New Zealand. I was in India 2002. I went to New Zealand. Over there, I was um, teaching international students. I was basically a teacher trainer. I was training teach, uh, language teachers how to teach English. So, uh, and then I got into uh, business teaching. I was teaching strategic management, HR, OB, things like that. And then finally, in 2013, when I came to Canada, by that time, actually, my marriage had broken in New Zealand. So I came with two young girls. I mean, they were two and six at that time. I was pregnant with my third baby. Came into Canada, brand new city, had no money. Sleeping on a mattress, eating in the temple. I had a third baby that I miscarried. And I was like, okay, now I don't know which way to go. But my kids were like, mom, are you dying? I said, no, your mom's a fighter. So I uh, picked up myself again. And I was, um, I started working in the media industry, wherever I could get my um, foot in. So I was hosting radio shows, TV shows, advertising, uh, conducting all kinds of um, shows where we were getting people from India, Pakistan, other places to come and do shows in Canada. And I would get sponsors, including sponsorship for movies and stuff. So whatever we could do. And uh, my girls were growing up in a daycare. So I was mm -hmm. like, you know, I had only got my these two kids now. Didn't have a husband, didn't have house, didn't have anything. And they were growing up in a daycare. So I decided I have to do something, which is um, I need to be working from home so I can be with them. So I'm a Microsoft Certified Systems Engineer, MBA. I have done all kinds of courses, interpreting, you name it. And I was even a qualified radio host from New Zealand. But coming to Canada, I had to start from the beginning. And now I was like, okay, uh, financial uh, stuff didn't just occur like that. I got my life insurance done uh, when I came new to the country. And then I was like, you know, I wasn't ready for a commission oriented work because I wanted to take care of my girls, put food on the mm -hmm. table on the head. So I was like, you know, I need something that is regular constantly. Biggest mistake of my life, I would say, because 
it is very hard to break that cycle. You get into a comfort zone and then breaking the comfort zone, you need much more effort, right? So anyways, long story short, two years I worked in the advertising world and I was doing radio TV shows, as I said. I said, okay, now is the time. My girls need me. So I decided to get into the financial sector. I got licensed with another company, not the one that I joined with. And then two years I worked with them, didn't learn much. I was about to now start my own agency when I came across the opportunity I'm in now. Mm -hmm. This time I was reluctant, skeptical. I tried almost every company that was possibly, you know, I tried um, multi-level marketing schemes. I've tried everything that was possible. And I was like, you know, at the verge of saying, I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anything. Nothing works. <laughs> I just have to have my own agency and that's the only thing that's going to work. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm not, a, I'm a fighter and I'm not going to give up. So I'm going to make this work. And my coach in this uh, company said, give me 90 days. If you make it, you'll be a success story for many others to come. And if you don't, you can always go back to whatever you decided to do. And I was like, that makes sense. So first six weeks, uh, in that company, I made my first 10,000. I'm like, whoa, it works. I repeated it for three months in a row. And now I quit my full-time job. And I was like, you know what? This works. And I didn't have to look back. In one year, I had crossed all the uh, awards and everything that the company had. They even had to create some special awards for me. And I'm like, now I'm a team leader and I'm coaching others. And many people, I am lucky Touchwood. I think it's a divine calling where I'm able to uh, contribute to the universe, to the um, other people, where I'm able to show them like, if I can do it, anyone can do it is what I try and tell them because there's nothing called impossible because the word itself has I am possible. Okay, I like that. Impossible because I am impossible. I am impossible. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. You had a very, very tough, you know, just journey getting there, which is all a blessing because, like you said, you know, you were stuff happens in the beginning that helps you become the character you are today. Do you feel like through all of that stuff, you were able to pass down like good lessons and stuff like that to your daughters? Like, how were they affected through your journey? Absolutely, because children, whether they say it or not, they are observing you, everything that you do. When I went out on my uh, calls uh, earlier days before COVID hit, we used to go to uh, other people's homes and uh, do the sale. So I would take them with me because uh, I would tell the client, look, I'm a single mom. I have two girls. One is two, one is six. Is it okay? Can I bring them with me? And most of them said no problem because they also had kids. So I took my kids with them. The kids played with the kids while I dealt with the parents and I did business. Mm. It's like, if you find excuses, your kids will become your excuse to not work is what my mm. thinking said. And I, I was like, my kids was, were the main motivation I had. And they would be like, where are we going today, mom? Mm. Okay. So they was, so, part of this, they was part of it. They were selling too. They were selling to the kids. <laughs> Exactly. And I always had that. Okay, you know, I, uh, I actually had my kids as part of the um, vision board, whatever we created, it was for the family. And uh, we went out together, we were working together towards the name. So if mom's successful, we'll go 
uh, for dinner. If mom's successful, we do we achieve this, that, and the other. We'll have whatever they were uh, thinking of as their next, you know, bike or whatever they wanted. So we had incentives for mom as well as the kids, mm -hmm. because then they are not stopping you; they are with you. So it's like a family business when. Kids are like, how far are you? I, I actually won a company trip. We went together to Punta Cana. And I was like, you know what? When the kids actually are motivated and they're pushing you, they'll be like, mom, how far are we? How close are we? Now next trip is to Disney. And then how close are we? So that's every day that you become accountable. And I strongly believe in three A's in life, especially in business. The first one is your attitude. Are you always smiling and have that attitude of gratitude and you're always ready to help? Are you, and then the second A is like, first, if your attitude is great, will lead you to activity. So activity is every day, regardless of what business you're doing, you have to have a certain amount of activity every day. And do you have a tracking sheet or whatever you have? to see what your activity is leading you to. And the third, the most important one, I think all of them are important, but the third one is accountability. You mm -hmm. could have an accountability coach or you could have your own kids being, or your spouse or whoever. I mean, you can have your mirror as an accountability tool. Write it down. Having your goals written down and reading them multiple times a day, writing my goals morning and evening. And then my activity is planned the day before. What am I going to be doing? And then I'm actually checking against my own checklist. How much did I achieve? And if there was some, there, there are many times things that didn't get done because of whatever reasons, life happens, emergencies happen, and then they fall on to the next day. But I have to make sure that I have enough my next day. Cal my calendar has to be booked. Yeah. Any white spaces in the calendar are a killer. They'll kill my business. So no white spaces in the calendar. It's like, you know, have a professional hat is what I was told. And I always remember that. Can you imagine a doctor's office and the doctor going on a Monday morning and having to wonder where the appointments are going to come from? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> right? So we are in the same boat. We are in the same, we are professionals. So making sure that, Every Monday morning starts with at least 10 to 15 appointments booked. And then as you go, you can uh, book more. But if you have 10 to 15 appointments booked in my business, I make sure I have two a day at least. Mm -hmm. That's my uh, success secret. Two a day and then you don't have to worry about it. You know, two appointments a day, you're good. You can have more. No one, no one's stopping you because I'm into team building. So I have a few appointments where I'm, hiring more uh, people who want to join the team. Mm -hmm. And I have other appointments where I'm actually selling the, um, basically all our financial products, whether it's insurance, investments, mortgages, whatever we have. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to find, find out what I can do for families uh, where their financial plans are concerned and where they are. Majority of it is like they, some of them have a plan, but not well done. So we are able to dissect it. I'm more like a surgeon. So I look at it and I will, I, I, I'm able to show them exactly where the loopholes are and how we can fix that. And that's where I, I get majority of my business now through referrals, because when you do a great job, that's what happens. And, you know, and in any business, you know, you need to have at least, I, I believe you need to have five ways of prospecting to stay alive. 
So earlier days, we used to have a lot of face-to-face. -face. I still have my face-to-face. -face. There's so many people that I still prefer meeting, like especially businesses when you're reaching out to businesses, it's yeah. easier. Then social media is there. Then you can pick up directories. You can pick up, um, you know, you can go out and find different ways in terms of uh, collaborations. You can use BNI kind of things. So any, I mean, I use my five as uh, these. I still go face-to-face. -face. I still use BNIs. I still have uh, my b businesses that I walk into. I mean, I do my business as I go. I go for my, uh, you know, spa treatment and I'll prospect the lady who is helping me with my, you know, pampering of that day. So I, I would do it with anyone because I live the business. It's not that, you know, it's something special I do. It's part of me. So mm -hmm. that's how uh, it is. I, I'm li literally, I tell myself I'm eating, drinking, sleeping business. And it's not that I'm workaholic. I spend a lot of time with my kids. We spend a lot of fun time, but that's quality time, not, not quantity time. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it is. No, that's that's good. I, I like the way that you were saying that you go eat, drink, and sleep your business. Because I was actually just writing this in my book, my second book, that um, your spirit, your business is like your spirit, right? Exactly. So your spirit is meant to expand. So you're supposed to expand your business every single day because it's law of vibration, nothing rests. You're yeah. either going forward, you're going backwards. So I like that idea. And it's funny, I was actually about to ask you that with having all these, you know, these appointments at least two a day. And how do you find time to have the balance to be with your, you know, your daughters? And then also on top of that, just have some time for some me time. Like, how, how do you how do you balance it's, that? It's all like I believe in having calendar as your second brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Regardless, you know, whatever happens, even uh, my breaks, my time with my kids, my time with me, it's all on my schedule. I mm -hmm. do not have to think. I just go by my calendar, whatever is happening. My kids also have a link to my calendar. They know if we have to, you know, book mom for a special yeah. thing, they go into my calendar and they book me. <laughs> I love that. It is. It. And I have certain time that we have already pre-booked. This is my time with you guys. They know it. This is the time that I have to be, you know, taking care of me. So I, I have it all scheduled. So block schedule for work block schedule for your children block schedule for you if mm. you have to think too much about what am i going to do next you're letting you know you're overworking your brain mm -hmm. and these days we have electronic um calendars that even give you pop-up reminders come on it's so <laughs> easy you know life has become a lot easier now and mm. it is time management to be a uh, you know honest a lot of it is to do with time management and where does your passion lie? What is your why? If your why doesn't make you cry, you're not, not having a good, strong why. Why are you living? Why are you doing what you're doing? Mm -hmm. Regardless, are you in a job? Are you in a business? Doesn't matter what you're doing. How strong is your reason for doing what you're doing? Mm -hmm. And it has to be so strong that your, you know, your heart and soul is involved. It should make you cry. And that's when you're going to be 100% devoted to it. It's just like, I'm not a very religious person, but I'm very spiritual. And it is, yeah, I've been through all those religions uh, to know that, you know, there's endless books and scriptures you can read, but there is one thing that I found. It's your soul. That's the biggest God ever, right? And if your conscience is clear 
and you're able to talk to your soul, you're on the right path. It's the art of living, mm -hmm. right? And whether it's personal life or it's business, as long as you're able to give it all you've got, whatever you're doing, do it 100%. Nothing less is going to do the job. So that's what I strongly believe in. And my kids know it. I'm their role model. And they know that mom's a fighter. We all have to be fighters regardless of what happens in life. Life will happen. Things mm -hmm. will happen. And it's just, are you going to give in to the excuses or are you going to make every effort to fight it? I like that. No, I definitely like that. So it seems like you have um, a pretty strong mindset of everything. Now, I do want to ask you this, right? So Russell Brunson says, you can tell the personality of a person by their bookshelf. So let me ask you this. What is your favorite book and what is the biggest lesson that you learned from it? I like the 12 week year and okay. I do it over and over. And the best part is whatever I'm going to do it in 12 weeks, uh, in 12 months, I try and squeeze it in 12 weeks and I repeat the cycle. I have to put the effort as well. So it's not just um, having a goal. It's like, I believe, uh, you know, I read, uh, and uh, Grant Cardone is my favorite author as well. So, okay. you know, it's 10x everything. Yeah. So when I'm, you know, 10xing my goals, I'm also 10xing my um, activity towards it. So what, I mean, talking about smart goals and stuff no longer applies to me because it's no more, I'm not actually looking at the achievable part as, you know, okay, can I really do it? In my comfort zone, let's say if I can achieve 10,000 a month, I would like to say, you know, in this month, I have to achieve 100K. If I can achieve 100K in this month, I have to achieve a million. Now, what do I need to do 100K versus a million? So how about I put that activity together? Mm -hmm. What will it take and work backwards? So definitely Grant Cardone has a huge impact on uh, my work ethics. And I I'm a maniac when it comes down to work. And I'm a very fun loving mom when it comes down to kids. And I just <laughs> enjoy myself with my friends too. So it's not just work, work alone. Yeah. Right. And then another book which really impacted me a lot is Atomic Habits. Oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Right? So if you have, a, it is so powerful. If you are constantly upskilling yourself, you're constantly working on you, your habits, things that you need to change because you need to first identify what is wrong. Where can you make an effort? And if, let's say, for example, you're into smoking or drinking or whatever habit you want to leave, it's all habit. How do you replace it with something that's going to be more powerful? Mm -hmm. Every activity of my day, I look at it, which activities are income producing activities. Mm -hmm. And if I do not have any income producing activities, I do a forensic analysis of my day. Mm -hmm. every day. And then I know exactly, am I on track with my, you know, uh, 12 week year? If not, then I need to tweak it the next day. Like in strategic management, I used to teach this whole, whole cycle. There's something wrong, which is not working with, which tells you you're not on track. With your goals, you haven't reached your million dollar goal, for example. Now, what is missing? You identify the missing gap and now you work towards, okay, what is it that I need to do? Have a plan. Now you execute the plan. Now, when you're implementing your plan, you find out is, are you really on track? If not, tweak it again and then evaluate. 
did that plan work? If you have evaluated and you've seen that it's you're on track, great. If not, fix it. And then the cycle continues. Constant personal development, professional development is very important. Consistently reading, regardless of what um, business you're in, think and grow rich kind of books will always help you. You, you know, it is all about what makes you feel empowered, right? So if you're empowered, you'll empower others. That's how I feel. And I only, uh, I don't only have to worry, worry about me. I have two young girls, would-be entrepreneurs looking at me right in my house. Mm -hmm. And I have a team, which is again, like my children. So they look mm -hmm. at me and you cannot show hurt you cannot show you might have a areas when you're feeling you know i just can't handle it today and you know what it's okay we're human but now you need to recharge reset figure out a way bounce back you cannot like when you're calling 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 and if you're getting rejection how much will you take after second call third call or fourth call will you start saying okay you know what it's not a good day no, after seven zero seventy calls, mm -hmm. minimum seventy calls, and I can guarantee you it will not be all no's. Mm -hmm. And if after ten no's you're feeling there's something wrong, check with your um, coach, whoever's mentoring you. There's something wrong in your saying. Record yourself. Listen to it all the time. And if I if I I tell my uh, team as well, if you think there is all the time someone there's a divine force always monitoring you mm -hmm. always watching you have a connection do your best and when you're learning from other people be a learner all your life that has been my secret I'm always learning and when I'm learning I'm applying that learning it's not just listening 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 application of what you learn taking notes applying them to your business to your personal life and then fixing as you go. We all are learning. We are all evolving. Constant evolution of your heart, mind, and soul. And I should be on your goal all the time. You should be re remembering what, what is it that you came here for? Why are you doing it? Again, your why is very important. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. This gratitude and stuff like that. You can't go to where you're going until you remember where you came from. I definitely agree with that. So, you know, entrepreneur has those ups and downs and then, of course, just life in general. So what are some habits that you do in order to get yourself back up when you're feeling down? Um, especially when I feel down or anything's not working, it could be health, it could be anything. I just, at that time, I, I know it's like everybody has a sixth sense. I know this is not uh, a good time. I'll go and I'll give a hug to my girls. Mm. Right. <laughs> so it really works. And if they're not around, I'll listen to something spiritual, which really uplifts me. And if nothing else, I love to dance. <laughs> I'll play music. I'll dance my heart out to a song, and then I'll get back to whatever. You know, if I'm making a call, one call didn't um, go well, second didn't go well. I said, okay, you know what? I just need to maybe go give a hug to my daughter. Come back, and most of the times I don't do that after first second call. I'll I'll keep going till the ninth or the tenth call, and usually I'll get a few yeses by then. And if not, if that doesn't happen, 
and I think, no, you know what? My mood is not there. I'm not mentally there. I need to fix my mood. I'll get a mirror. It's a big technique and it works. Listen to Eric Worre if you haven't done that. Get a mirror. See, would you like to buy from you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> have a smile. You know, try and have that attitude. Would you buy from you? Would you hire you? Have an employer hat and an employee hat. Would you recruit yourself to do mm -hmm. what you do? And then monitoring it becomes a lot easier. Then you're not beating yourself. If I don't want to work today, I'm not in the right mood. Okay, I'll take the day off. And then there is no pretending. I'll take my girls out for, okay, let's go for a spa date. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't, and but that doesn't happen all the time. It's only once in a blue moon when, uh, you know, mood is not in the right place and there are things happen in life. So you can take a break. And that's the benefit of being in, uh, you know, uh, your own business, being your own boss. You can decide when you want to take time off. Mm -hmm. Right. And my rebound time is instant. If I've had a no, I have to call someone in 30 seconds and I have my list ready. I make the list and I hit the list and I do it over and over. So I make my list a day before mm -hmm. and I have at least 30 names and numbers that I'm going to call five people that are existing clients, five people that are going to be brand new that I want to introduce myself to five people that I need to do something for as a financial advisor, we already working on the case or whatever. And this way, and five people who are team members and five people that I've already done the work for, and it's kind of a, a follow-up call or a service-oriented call where I go and check on them and if everything is all right. And like that, I have a list of 30 people. And when that 30 is over, and if I have time, then I do my uh, social media, additional prospecting, sending messages. I send about 100 messages a day making sure I wish everybody a happy birthday on your social media, making sure that there is, you know, you're uh, sending them wishes for their promotion. If they've had anniversaries, if they've had a baby, whatever, <clears throat> if nothing else, when it is a Valentine's day, happy Valentine's to everyone and each individual by name. <clears throat> and I sometimes make a video of me saying that, and then I send it across. It's more personable. Right. So I do different things and to uplift myself, just to answer your question, I listen to music, I dance or I uh, go and uh, spend a few moments with my kids. And that changes my whole mood. And then I'm back to what I'm supposed to be doing. That's all good. That's all good. That was a, a lot of golden nuggets that you definitely added in here. I like the three A's, of course. I, I like everything that you said here today. Um, if you had to leave the audience with one last big piece of advice, what would you tell them? Believe in yourself. You mm -hmm. can do it. <laughs> yep, you're right. You're right. Believe in yourself. You can do it. You put your mind in. You, you can yeah. anything you put your mind to. I definitely like that. So, um, if the audience wanted to reach out to you for any financial services um, or just to join your team, how could they reach out to you? 
Um, I'm on social media. It's on Facebook. My name is Vandana Kapoor. Uh, I don't know if you can see it on Zoom. It's spelled the mm -hmm. same way on my social media too. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on, uh, and I can give my number out if they want to call me. It is uh, Canadian, obviously. So it's six zero four six seven nine seven four four five. If they want to send me an email, it is my first name Vandana. 38. I always believe I want to be 38. That's when I made my email. <laughs> yeah. So vandana38 at gmail.com. So that's my personal email. So you can reach out to me on uh, in my personal email or call me, text me, Instagram me, whatever you like. Okay. All right. All right. Um, it was definitely a pleasure having you on here. You left a lot of golden nuggets, not even about financial services, but just really about life and how to achieve yeah. it. So that's I appreciate, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day in order to join us. Thank you so much, Carlos. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and your audience. <laughs> okay, all right. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Um, that's really pretty much it, man. I want you guys to keep killing the day. Remember, guys, winners win, losers lose, and you pray for success like this. You good? <laughs> One last thing can I say? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Winners can never quit. They're not quitters, and quitters can never win. Remember that. <laughs> I like it. So don't quit. <laughs>